If your goal is to make a million bucks because you've calculated that's how much you need to retire on, that's not greed. That's goal setting. That's logic. But when your goal is, oh, I made a million, now I got to make a hundred million. Why do you have to make a hundred million? Why? Real talk for a second. Let's talk about what's going to derail your success. Other people, bad people, letting bad people into your life. One of the things and that is a tragedy in the modern school system is nothing is taught on social skills, specifically around controlling your social circle. Mark my words, you let the wrong person into your life for one hour or one day, God help you if it's one month or one year, you will live to regret it. And it may be such level of regret that you'll never recover from it. I'm going to give you a warning from the school of hard knocks. This is the law of the jungle. It's a jungle out there, and there's more exploitative people. I'm not going to call them bad. I'm not going to call them bad, but exploitative is the exact, accurate, scientific word for it. And if you are not careful, exploitative people will take 10 years off your life, whether it's in a relationship, dating, marriage, business partners. I just had five millionaires that were teaching a course, a new course that I'm doing. And I went around the room. I said, what's the number one mistake each of you made? on your path from rags to riches. One by one, unrehearsed, uncoordinated, they went, wrong business partner, greedy business partner, a business partner who wasn't happy that we were both making money, but was concerned that I was making a tad bit more money than they were, even though that greedy person was making millions of dollars. Do not ever surround yourself with a greedy person it's okay to surround yourself with an ambitious person. But I'm talking about greed, baby. Greed. Greed is a beast. Envious person. A person whose only, only reason for writing you, for contacting you, is to drag you down because they can't stand the fact that you're rising when they're staying status quo. Man, you get that envious person out of your life. I will tell you, I know personally, some of the people that people look up to in this business world, we live... We live in, and I, I know them, and there's some greed. Nothing wrong with ambition. Nothing wrong with liking some material things. Nothing like wrong with liking financial freedom. The definition of greed is very simple. Greed is more. You know, one of the greediest people was the first billionaire in history, J. Paul Getty. And his grandson was kidnapped. And the hostage taker said, we want, I think it was the equivalent of roughly $10 million. And he said, no, I ain't paying $10 million. His only grandson, he was a billionaire, mind you. And a reporter came and said, Mr. Getty, you sure you just don't want to pay the 10, I think it was 17 million now that I remember. You sure you don't just want to pay that? You have a billion dollars. It's your only grandson. How much is enough? And J. Paul Getty said, more. See, it wasn't a number. That's greed. If your goal is to make a million bucks because you've calculated that's how much you need to retire on, that's not greed. That's goal setting. That's logic. But when your goal is, oh, I've made a million, now i got to make a hundred million. Why do you have to make a hundred million? Why? I'll say this. Look, I was looking at Jeff Bezos. I, I admire Jeff Bezos in many ways. But would I want to be Jeff Bezos? I don't know. It looks like he's working too hard. He's 54 and looks like he's 64. 
And and that woe to me to judge. I'm just using this as an illustrative purpose. And and sorry, Mr. Bezos, if you're watching this, I don't mean to disrespect you, but hypothetically, if I could get more, but I would burn myself out along the way, what's the point? What is a profit a man to gain the world but lose his soul or a woman? What is a profit a man or a woman to gain the world but lose their health? That's what happened to Steve Jobs. And I'm not saying Steve Jobs, you know, it was directly from working. But I will tell you this. You get too greedy, you work too hard, and that's all you'll have in life. Money. But you'll have nothing else. You'll have no soul. You'll have no friends. You'll have no happiness. You won't see the world. You won't have the experiences that people have. So forget greedy people. Kick them out of your life. You know what happened to the grandson? Grandson's ear was cut off. And even then, J. Paul Getty would not pay the money until he could figure out how to tax deduct it. And that man died alone. Johnny Carson, one of the greatest, you know, he had a talk show. Before Jimmy Kimmel and all this, there was J. Paul, there was uh, uh, Johnny Carson. And it's a sad book to read, his biography. He died at uh, Cedar sinai Hospital, Hollywood, Beverly Hills. His family was a few miles away. Not one of them came to his deathbed. He died alone. But I digress. I was talking about the people to keep out of your life. That's what I'm talking about. Greed is just one thing. Envy is just one thing. What about narcissism? What about somebody who steals? Steals money from you. I could tell you right now, people have stolen money from me. And you know what they try to do? They try to turn the story around and say, I've done something to them. As you rise up, people will use your good name to get attention to themselves and flip that story around, boy. And I've learned, I never understood, how can people flip this story around? How can they manipulate it to where they didn't do anything wrong? And then I began to study the science of narcissism, and I read an article that scientists have discovered that a part of the brain, you know, we have gray matter in our brain, this substance in our brain, and it's lacking in certain areas for narcissists, meaning they actually don't have the brain power to be empathetic. They don't have the brain power to see things from your perspective. Cut that person out of your life. Not because you are judging them to the extent of calling them an evil person. Don't call, yeah, there's not many evil people in this world. There's a few evil people, serial killers and things like that. But most people that exploit you, all I'm saying is, cut them out of your life. You don't have to make the decision. You don't have to be God and be judge, jury, and say, this is an evil person. Just be like, this person exploits me. This person doesn't see my side of the story. Sometimes you talk to people and you're like, bro, you don't see the hypocrisy? I'll give you an example. And I won't even bring this person up too specifically because it might be recognized. But you ever have somebody accuse you of something that they did to you? And I will tell you a story. A few years ago, I went on a date with a girl. Now, we had had a date set for Monday night. She texted me last minute, hey, something came up. I can't be there Monday night. So I'm like, no problem. We'll meet up another time. About a week later, we re, uh, rearrange and reset the date. So I get there. It's a week later. And I'm like five minutes late. And I walk in the door. And she's like, uh, hello? I'm like, what? She's like, we're supposed to meet at 7. It's 7.05. And I'm like, what? Is this the person who canceled last week? Last minute for no good reason? 
and I was just okay with it, and now you're not okay with having to wait five minutes? Just ask yourself that. Have you been in, or are you currently with somebody who has that tight mindset? They do something to you, and you do something similar on accident that's not even as bad, and they call you out on it. Exploitative person, probably narcissistic, probably is lacking gray matter in their brain, so don't even judge them. Just be, It's kind of like a handicapped person. They're literally handicapped. They do not have the capacity to see the hypocrisy, the two-sided nature of, of who they have become. And so forget it, man. Just move on. You know what I did with that person? I didn't get angry. Didn't write them anything nasty. I mean, I said something right then, like, chill out. But I didn't go on another date with them. And I didn't. I kept that date nice and short. It was like, okay, let's have coffee. We talk. We're cordial. And it's like, this was great. You know? I got to go. And you're out the door. Do that more often with people. Now, I want to give one warning before I get off here. I, I was lifting weights late here. The only way you can mess this up is if you're the person who's watching who doesn't have the gray matter, <laughs> the, who is the narcissist. And it's very easy to say it's other people. Make sure you run it by other people who are actually objective and say, let me tell you both sides of the story. Is this your, am I, am I seeing this wrong? Make sure you have some people in your life that can call you out when you're the hypocrite. When you're the hypocrite, because it's very easy to say, hear me talk about this and go, oh yeah, I know other people like that. Just make sure it's not you because the math in the world is somebody's got to be that person who's the narcissist. Somebody has to be that person who's the exploitative person. And to be honest, I'm sure it's been me sometimes. Uh, no one's an angel in this life, man. You meet somebody, it's just like politicians. The ones who call out gay people the most, the ones who call out <laughs> criminals the most, they're always the criminals themselves. Just every, the news, just watch the news. People calling out people are the ones who eventually get called out. I'm not calling out specific people. What I am saying is you need to build a bubble around yourself. And that bubble is hard to get through that bubble and to be in your social circle. Make sure your social circle is full of people who objectively, objectively, at least have 50-50 reciprocal altruism. So I'm going to leave you with this real practical way real practical way to know how this thing works. Reciprocal altruism means you scratch my back, I scratch yours. If you have a friend, you help them move one Saturday, they're moving to a new apartment or something, and then the next time you need a hand, they don't show up for no good reason, that's an exploitative person. Just go on hard facts. Hard facts. Don't always go, well, I, I get a bad feeling about that. What's the hard facts? If you have somebody that you lent money to, and then when you need money, they disappear, exploitative. Watch out for exploitative people. So let's talk about something that is talked about once in a while in business, but not enough. I was uh, talking with Alex, my business partner, about scaling uh, this new business we've launched. And he, of course, is always a little bit more, how do I put it? gung-ho than I am about scaling. And so he's like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's let's get the company up. And, and I quoted him something that I read. I can't remember the exact words now. Basically said, you can only scale a business as quickly as you can hire. You can scale hiring. And there's a lot of truth to that because I don't care what business you're in, 
the hardest part is not product development. It's not marketing. Marketing a good product is easy, you know. If you can't market it, it's usually because your product isn't good and nobody wants it, you know. You can't sell underwater basket weaving to the world no matter how good your marketing skills are. If you pick something that people want, like Uber, pick something that people wanted, it just sold because, you know, Uber and Lyft, people didn't want to have to get a taxi and they don't have to own cars. So if product and marketing is not the hard part of business, especially when you want to scale, what is the hard part? In my opinion, it is growing your employee base, your assistants, your marketing team, you know, your right-hand man or woman, your COO, getting good accounting, bookkeepers. Like this is, you should focus for 2019 on being really good at hiring. And one of the reasons that I partnered, you know, on my show with ZipRecruiter is just because it's a powerful tool because they actually, unlike most job sites, ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates for you. And, and that's, look, that's... Unfortunately, like Warren Buffett said, when he graduated from Wharton, he thought it was going to be really hard to make a lot of money because there'd be so many talented people in the world. And then he said he went out in the real world and it was like, wait a second, there wasn't that many good people. And for that reason, if you can use technology like what ZipRecruiter has to narrow down the needle in the haystack in 2019, that's going to be when you look back on 2019, you'll be like the domino that you pushed that made all the other dominoes fall in place was efficient hiring. ZipRecruiter is so effective. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. So you can start off this year strong. You just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash tie. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-A-I to hire the right people. They have this powerful matching technology uh, it scans, scans thousands of resumes to identify people with the right skills, education, experience, and it actively invites them to apply to your job. So you get qualified candidates fast. And, you know, that's why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. And th that rating comes from hiring sites on Trustpilot, which has, uh, I think, over a thousand reviews. So, so and oh, by the way, my listeners, right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free, but you got to go to this website URL, ZipRecruiter.com slash my name, Ty, ZipRecruiter.com slash T-A-I. If you love this show, show your, show your support and support for ZipRecruiter, not really supporting ZipRecruiter, supporting your own business by using ZipRecruiter by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash T-A-I. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-A-I. It's the smartest way to hire. I said, Ty, this just came to me at the perfect time. I can't thank you enough. No problem. Be careful, all you entrepreneurs, who your business partners are. Who do we got here? See if we got a good enough connection. What's Hello. up? Hey. What's your name? Hello. My name's Joseph. What's up, Joseph? Where are you at? I was in my bed, about to go to sleep for work. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do for work? Where do you live? I live in San Diego. All right, good city. What do you do for work these days? I work at a fast food chain. Well, I'm so still trying to figure that plan? out, but my real goal is financial freedom. I've been uh, talking to a lot of people who are like mentors and stuff, but they all kind of just like fade away and they don't really talk to me anymore. 
So I just follow your course. I buy your course, and then I'm in the SMMA program. Okay. I started my own um, online brand. Okay. It's called Billions Industry. Okay. Um, and that's pretty much it. So far. You know, let me give you this one little piece of advice before I jump off here. At some point in your life, do sales. Get a sales job. It could be part-time. It could be full-time. Anything. Don't even try to make a ton of money. Just try to to tackle sales skills. The most, the skill that makes billions, if you look at billionaires, the average billionaire, 60% of them started in sales. So if you can find any kind of job in San Diego, selling vacuums, selling insurance, selling real estate, anything that gets you in sales, because by learning persuasion, you learn to read people, you learn psychology, and you learn, if you want to build a personal brand, you're going to have to convince people persuasively that you're in you're the person that they should listen to and that takes sales and persuasion skills so joseph uh Mm -hmm. that is my best advice to someone starting out you can keep you know if you want to keep the fast food job that's fine but try to find something even if it's just once a week on a saturday and the good news about sales companies they're always hiring because they're on commissions so you look in the paper any kind of sales job literally it can be and so they used to sell encyclopedias door to door. It could be selling food. It can be working. Phone sales is okay too. Even a even a stupid sales job is better than the average job that people have. I see. Ty, I don't want to bother you for too long. Can yeah. I just ask you one question? Yeah. So this one mentor I talked to, right? He told me yeah. to go back to school, and I know you're always um saying a little bit different about school, but this time he told me to go back to school. Not for general ed, but for myself. So okay. he told me to take intro to business, financial planning, and um, intro to investments because he made me read a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad so I can gain a better foundation. Do you think that's the right move? or? Well, I'll tell you this. Um, do I would, Were you in college before? I started for a week and then I dropped out so I can start my own brand. Do you love college when you were there? Have you liked school? Um, I mean, school's not bad for me. When I went to high school, it was pretty fun. I, I don't like. I don't care about the working stuff. It's fine. Balance is the answer. Balanced approach. Take one class. Take one class. This is the problem in the modern world: is that everybody's extreme. It's either take you know so many hours of college full time for four years that you burn out, you don't learn anything, you're constantly memorizing it, or people just middle ground. And I think the middle ground: take a class. Take a business class if you want to. Just take mm-hmm. an economics class. Who cares? Try one. Do it at a community college. But I would not give up the other opportunities that you have, too. Keep working on building your brand at the same time. Um, try to get a sales job. Man, you got a lot of time in this world. You got, you know, do you have kids? Do you have a, a whole bunch of debt? Or are you pretty pretty free as long as you pay your bills? Um, I'm 18. <laughs> yeah, so you're 18, man. Try a lot of stuff. Try a lot of stuff. That is my advice to you. And anybody okay. who tells you to completely lock yourself in at the at, at really any age, I don't care if you're 18 or 80, don't lock yourself in, man. Move around. Do different things. It keeps life interesting and fun. You should have a focus, but focus, you are focused. You're focused on becoming su- successful, and there's multiple components. So don't take a ton of classes. In my opinion, I would not go full on. No, no, for business. Okay. Business is learned in the trenches, baby. It's in the trenches. 
right down in there, right? Talking to a customer on customer support, sales, building a Facebook campaign, building a website, trying to get your Instagram to grow, all those things, that those things right there are where you learn business. And if you want to learn a little theory, I like books and there's nothing wrong with that. So take a class. They're usually not that expensive, man. You know what else you could do? What can I do? Ask a friend who takes a class if you can just sit in with them. A lot of times the professors just let you sit in. It's way better. You don't have to take the exam and you get all the learning and you don't have to spend any money. That's what I do. <laughs> who cares? A community college degree ain't going to help you in life. I can, I can tell you that right now. So. No. Yeah, I don't, I don't mean – I don't really plan on graduating. Like I said, I'm going just for myself. Yeah. Then go find a friend in college. Start with this. Always, you know the law of attraction? I'm going to tell you, I believe – in the law of attraction, but I don't believe in the law of attraction as most people use it. Most people have an incomplete version. The law of attraction, look at the word attraction. The first word in it is attract. Attract. That means mm -hmm. mental. You have to start thinking about what you want to attract in your life. The second part of that word, the law of attraction, is action. So take a micro action, not a big action. So a micro action is next week, find a friend who's at college, any college, say, hey, can I tag along? and sit in on some big classroom. You can usually get permission from the professors. You sit in there and you just listen in on the class and you learn and then you walk out and it didn't cost you anything. You don't have to worry about exam. All the other kids in there are cramming to memorize stuff. You're actually absorbing it. Okay? Yeah. Ty, what would it take for me to be in the same room as you? You should come to some conferences I'm doing. I'm traveling a lot, but if you Make it down to, uh, you know what? I'm going to give you a ticket to Grant Cardone's. I got a free ticket for you to Grant Cardone's 10X conference in Florida. And uh, are you broke right now? No, I have, um, I have money in my savings. I've been saving, but I'm not sure what I'm saving for. But I'm just saving just in case. I'm going to get you the ticket, which will save you about 500 bucks. Your responsibility you. is to get, to get there to Florida. You can okay. do it, man. I, I don't like to pay for everything because then people don't have skin in the game. You can take a Greyhound bus for 50 bucks or you can find a cheap flight for 150 bucks. Sleep, mm -hmm. get a Airbnb, a cheap Airbnb or get a cheap room. It, it's a three-day conference. I don't make any money off it. It's grants. Uh, but I have extra tickets. So I'm going to I'm gonna make sure that I get you. Um, Will I be able to meet you and, and talk to you? I'll take some time. Yeah, I'm going to be busy because I'm speaking, but oh. I will do my best to at least say hello for a minute. Yeah, I'm kind of coming in and out, but there's a lot of, there'll be 30,000 people there for you to network. Good people. So, Thank you, Ty. Um, it means a lot. Seriously. Yeah, man. So here's what, here's what I'm going to do. What, what's your instant name again? Because I can't see it. For my clothing or my personal? The one I'm talking to right now. Oh, it's J-O-6-P-H. That's it? J-O-S? Yeah. No, J-O-J-O-6. Yeah, P-H. Okay. I'm sending. That's one of my clothing pieces I made. I don't know if you can see it that well. Probably not. Okay. I'll, I'll make sure we get you that. Thank you, Ty. And that'll save you, like, those tickets I think that I got for you are, like, a thousand bucks or something like that. So that'll save you. Go, man, go to all kinds of conferences. This is one of many conferences, but this is the next one that I'll actually be at. So that'll be a good one for you to go to.
Thank All right, you, man. man. I'm going to jump off here. Can I, I shout out my brand? What? Can I shout out my brand? Yeah, what's your brand? It's Billings underscore I-N-D. B-I-L-L-I-O-N-S underscore I-N-D. Awesome. Everybody they, go check out Billions underscore I-N-D. Give thank them a you, follow. Ty. Seriously, right, thank friend. you. You have a I'll good talk one. To you soon. See you. All right. All right, everybody. I'm headed out. Good night. Remember what I said. Control your social circle.